Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Midtown Atlanta, it's time for Top Docs Radio, brought to you by Medical Association of Georgia. With over 7,800 physician members, MAG is pleased to advocate on behalf of Georgia's patients and physicians. Visit mag.org and on Twitter at mag1849. Join the conversation on Twitter at Top Docs on BRX. Hey, what's up, everyone? It is C.W. Hall. Thank you for making us a part of your day today on the Top Docs Radio Show. We're continuing our series with the Medical Association of Georgia, already the fourth Tuesday of the month and this week being Thanksgiving. I hope everybody's having a great uh, holiday week with their family and traveling safely. And this week, what we're going to be getting into is going to be taking a look at the Mag Mutual Patient Safety Institute, which was formed in 2013 as a Georgia limited liability company. And it's a wholly owned subsidiary of Mag Mutual Insurance Company. Mag Mutual Patient Safety Institute is comprised of physician consultants, nurse consultants, loss control folks, attorneys, and other specialists. They're diligently working to identify risks that today's doctors and hospitals face, providing them with the guidance and advice on how to minimize and eliminate risk so they can focus on providing quality patient care. And to help share some information about it, we have a member of the Mag Mutual Insurance Company's board of directors, Dr. Scott Bolke. He cares for patients in his family practice in Brooklyn, Georgia, about 50 miles north and west of Savannah. Thanks for taking some time to jump on with me, Dr. Bolke. Oh, my pleasure, and thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate you being a part of the show today. Talk a little bit about, if you would, just introduce us to to Dr. Bolke. I, I, I know you're working in family practice, but have some interesting background. I, I noticed that, uh, that you were both an officer in the Air Force and a bit of a baseball player, going all the way to minor league system for the Braves, and you decided, mm, I'm going to go be a doctor instead. Tell me about that. Yeah, apparently I couldn't hit the curveball. Uh, <laughs> that's, why, uh, that's why I'm here. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida, and and, uh, and uh, went north and got a scholarship to play at Georgia, and was uh, thankful able to do that. And then uh, did my schooling, uh, med school at the, the Medical College of Georgia in Augusta, Georgia, and then um, went to Columbus, and then to the Air Force in Montgomery, Alabama. And um, after uh, I was able to actually in between my uh, college and uh, med school uh, schooling, I was able to play for a year and a half in the in the Braves uh, minor league system. And that was a great experience. Uh, would not trade that uh, for anything. Was happy I I did it and and. To, and Twenty or thirty years later, I can look back and and appreciate that. That's great. Well, when it comes to talking about our topic of the day today, with regards to the Patient Safety Institute, it, for folks, I know mo- most of our listeners are are probably Medical Association of Georgia members, or at least many of them are going to be. They probably are familiar with Mag Mutual, but introduce them to the company Mag Mutual Insurance. And then we can get into what the Patient Safety Institute was all about as a part component of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Mag Mutual was actually, uh, as the name implies, was actually born out of the Medical Association of Georgia back in 1982. Actually, a group of uh, physicians at that time uh, decided that we needed a uh, professional liability insurance company that was run by doctors for the doctors in the state of Georgia. So in 1982, it was uh, it began, and now 34 years later, uh, in 2016, it has grown uh, substantially. Where they have over 20,000 physicians, and I think we're about north of. Uh, 50 or 60 hospitals that are all located throughout the southeast uh, of the United States. So 
Uh, it's really a, a wonderful company uh, growing uh, at this point, but really started uh, from the Medical Association of Georgia, but by the physicians that were associated with uh, that entity. And when it comes to the Patient Safety Institute as a component of MagMutual, what are we looking at? It's, it, the introduction talked about the fact that they're working to identify risks that physicians and hospitals face. What are we talking about there? So, uh, yes, throughout these 34 years, as I mentioned, uh, MagMutual has been able to collect enormous amount of uh, claims data uh, to the point where almost exhausting uh, throughout these years of all the data that has been collected. So with that data, we're able to uh, take a look at all these patterns uh, that happens and when when things go wrong with uh, uh, the, the care of patients. We're able to get our folks out on to do on-site uh, risk assessments of hospitals and physician practices to try to uh, uncover these uh, potential exposures and thus provide them guidance on how to avoid that. Even multiple, even many times they'll go back after uh, the initial assessment and go back and do follow-up assessments to see that these uh, procedures and policies have been implemented all to address uh, potential risk. Um, another way, many, uh, with uh, the way with technology, they're able to do these things all online now as well as online self-assessment tools, which. Uh, physicians who are insured by MagMutual can do that uh, at their leisure. Um, and then also, uh, they can still use the old-fashioned uh, phone call where they can call the folks at uh, MagMutual and uh, discuss risk scenarios and how requesting advice on how to best to address these risks. So really, many uh, many ways able to do that through the Patient Safety uh, Institute, and it's a, it's a great way for us to use that data that's been collected uh, for the betterment uh, of the patients first and then also to help mm-hmm. our uh, comes to thinking about risks that a hospital or a physician would face, I, I think of things like uh, patient falls or, um, I don't know, maybe a wrong patient, wrong medication or uh, an adverse drug event that might have been able to be avoided somehow. Am I on the right track? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, there's, uh, you know, several, there's uh, lots of places where uh, risk are, um, our potential risk are there uh, when in taking care of patients, both in the hospital as well as in an outpatient setting, and that can be any outpatient setting. So some of the things that we see, some of the common things that are seen that MagMutual uh, has seen throughout the years is is really uh, uh, poor coordination of patient care. In other words, trying to get patients where they need to be. Um, that's a very important. As of late, uh, with the trend to uh, hospital man, uh, to hospitalist uh, physicians and and uh, people primary care physicians not going to the hospital. We have sometimes with poor patient handoffs. In other words, uh, when they're discharged from the hospitals and getting them back to uh, appropriate primary care settings to see the patients after uh, their hospitalization, we see a lot of evidence where that can be a potential risk uh, for the patient. We see problems with communication between physicians and where we all are so busy sometimes uh, getting on the phone and talking to a fellow physician and tell them about the patient and the problem that we're having is sometimes the best thing to do. But unfortunately, uh, when we're so busy, we sometimes fail to do that. And then I think probably the most uh, one of the most common things that we've seen throughout this uh, 34 years of existence of MagMutual is the um, tracking and following up of uh, test results. Um, we order uh, many CT scans, MRIs, mammograms, uh, you name it, and then to be able to follow those and make sure we get those results properly so we do not get a delay in the uh, diagnosis of a patient. 
uh, and which is very important in uh, their care. And so we see that as a very common uh, issue throughout the years. And I assume then, uh, along with your data that you're talking about, you've accumulated over the years where you've been able to identify key elements of risk, some common threads from one facility to the next where things are possible. I would assume along with that, you have seen particular locations, uh, clients, uh, whether they're hospitals or physician practices that on the other end of the spectrum tend to have year in and year out, very low occurrences of those events, presumably would be getting with them to find out why so that you can then come to this client now where they're having some issues and say, this is how they're beating that. Yeah, no, no, no question. See, that, that's, uh, you know, best practices. Uh, a lot of uh, phrases have been out there, but yes, absolutely. It's uh, how some people do track their, you know, uh, uh, CT scans, how they track these sorts of things to be able to follow up on those. Uh, of course, with the advent of the computer, that does help. But certainly, to your point, uh, we do learn, obviously, uh, from other folks that some of these have been doing this on their own without the help of, of uh, MagMutual or any other uh, liability insurance company. So we, uh, we take all that and try to um, spread that to other folks who may or may not be having problems. But uh, the more eyes uh, that we can see uh, certain things, and you know, better we can tell people uh, what can be and what can't be done. We've been talking with Dr. Scott Bolke, member of the MagMutual Insurance Company's Board of Directors, learning about the MagMutual Patient Safety Institute. Formed back in 2013, uh, as we've been discussing, they're focused on using data that they've accumulated over over 30 years of uh, working around risk to find out where are the common components where hospitals and physicians face exposure to risk and help them identify best practices out there in the medical community wherein they can reduce the occurrence of those issues and thus save probably a fair amount of cost. I would imagine if, you can tell me if I'm wrong, I'm not an expert in insurance, but one would presume that if my rate of occurrence is better this year than it was last, that might possibly affect my cost of insurance. Does it go up and down according sort of like some of the value-based payments do with CMS? Does it work with insurance the same way where my experience dictates my cost? Uh, well, hopefully not as bad as the value-based uh, treatment that's coming <laughs> down from the thing. But, uh, yes, it does. You know, absolutely, there's uh, loss-free discounts and so forth that is taken into uh, account uh, when they underwrite uh, any uh, physician or group or hospital. When it comes to today's environment, technology clearly is a big one. I would imagine that some of the current risks that maybe didn't have to deal with too much before has to do around uh, patient health information safety, um, hospital data safety in general, um, and others. I would imagine that technology has brought its own share of both value, obviously, but some measure of risk as well. Are there other areas that you would say that are kind of newer on the horizon now around where we run into risk that maybe we didn't run into a few years back? Yeah, there's no question. I think your initial uh, with the technology and 
and it's been in the headlines recently with uh, uh, people hacking into, you know, whether it be uh, a bank or another system, but they've actually hacked into uh, hospital systems as well. So, so cyber threats is certainly uh, one of the most uh, hot button topics uh, that we're speaking to to our folks on how to protect them uh, from this. Uh, we to get their, somebody's health records, which includes uh, you know their insurance information as well as their health information and you know social security numbers and so forth and so on. That that is a uh, a prime area for people to try to get to. Um, uh, we've also see where uh, they hold uh, a physician or a hospital hostage where they we lock them out of their you know, record and then ask for a, a fee to unlock those and, that, and that's becoming uh, we're starting to see that increase in that so that certainly is uh, very concerning uh, with the advent of all this technology but that's in all aspects of, uh, of uh, technology uh, what we're dealing with so um, we, we do see that we, we're seeing uh, you know, we've seen the the, the effects of uh, worrying about the CMS the uh, federal government coming and doing uh, what they call rack audits when yeah. they come back to recover um, uh, funds that they have actually, or payments to uh, a physician practice or a hospital system, and and we're trying to uh, understand that. And, and certainly, uh, practices and facilities are certainly uh, very uh, concerned about the potential negative uh, financial, you know, consequences of that happening uh, to them because that can be uh, large numbers because they can go back. Uh, mm-hmm. for some, so. but- uh, so, so that's even expanding the way I've been con- conceptualizing what we're talking about, even beyond what what I was thinking about. I was thinking really more about physical risks per se that might occur to a patient, or as we were talking about, maybe data. But you're saying that um, you can potentially evaluate practices or documentation procedures. Um, the way they handle EMR records, whatever, that could potentially lead them to a greater risk of a rack audit. And even those are areas where you're able to consult with your clients and help them reduce the, the chances that they will get clawback. No question. I mean, I, risk is a, it's such a small word, but has such a big meaning when it comes to uh, you know, liability uh, for any physician or hospital. So, you know, for, first and foremost, obviously, like you mentioned, uh, the care of the patients is, is certainly uh, paramount and certainly first on the list. But there's so many of these other things that we're dealing with now that have uh, did not deal with uh, 10, 15, or 20 years. So uh, what MagMutual and the Patient Safety Institute uh, has done is trying to incorporate all risk and evaluate all risk and try to put them under one uh, umbrella to see if they can help the physicians or hospital. How does that interaction flow when through your algorithms and and various risk analyses that you're going through, you identify, okay, CW Memorial Hospital is is in some trouble here. We need to talk to them on this front and that front. How does that interaction flow? Uh, I would imagine that, that it could potentially be a bit of a, a tightrope act so that my client doesn't think I'm somehow coming down on them. I'm, I'm you know, the eye in the sky, the, the, the man I'm coming to to tell them what to do versus being a, a partner that is actually helping them hang on to revenue. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's more education and me more being proactive instead of reactive. CW, I think that's what uh, MagMutual is certainly striving to do 
to try to get ahead of uh, of these risks to uh, let the, the entities, whether it be physician or hospitals, have these uh, in place and trying to educate them before these things even happen. So if they ever do, uh, everybody's more comfortable in a very uncomfortable situation moving forward. So um, we're able to do that with people with consultants coming to their to their place, uh, courses online and live webinars, and certainly okay. CME. Yeah, so there's many opportunities for us to try to get ahead of these uh, risks, and I think that's the most important, the education component and trying to be more proactive than reactive. I was going to ask how the the safety team is taking care of some of these new risks, and, and you answered some of it there. So there are some educational offerings, whether they're online or possibly even at my facility, you're saying where experts from uh, the the Patient Safety Institute will make available to me best practices and, and so forth that I can then incorporate into our own procedures. Yeah, absolutely. However, uh, which whichever way best fits the uh, physician or the hospital or entity because uh, just willing to use all modes uh, uh, and all abilities to be able to do that to try to, once again, educate these folks because uh, uh, it is very, very important. And nowadays with the technology, as we mentioned earlier, a lot of people like to get on uh, online and uh, on the websites and do those kind of things. So we're, we're doing that as well as uh, you know the old-fashioned face-to-face type of uh, communication. When it comes to going through the work that the folks with the patient safety team are doing, obviously they're going to have claims data and, and um, information on the mag mutual side of things. Are there outside players, whatever they may be that you're also collaborating with that kind of play a role in, in evaluating and, and educating about these risk factors? Uh, yeah, we. Uh, it's a wonderful alliance that we have, uh, I think probably a year and a half into with the, uh, with COPIC, which is the Colorado-based uh, mutual professional liability carrier um, in Colorado, obviously. They have uh, been um, uh, developed this uh, some years ago and developed lots of patient safety initiatives, which has helped us to be able to take uh, some of, uh, some to many of their uh, policies and procedures and implement them here in the, in the, into our insured uh, throughout the Southeast. Um, we have, uh, they've done a wonderful job uh, out there. They're well known throughout the uh, uh, professional liability insurance world of uh, how they do with their patient safety. So, so for lack of a better term, we're trying to uh, take them, uh, take their ideas and try to implement them here. And I think we're uh, starting to see some uh, real positive feedback from that. Um, the other things that we've done actually with uh, with uh, Mag Mutual is, is they have actually, uh, for all uh, insured of Mag Mutual, have uh, access to up to date, which is a as many physicians uh, know, is a, uh, a wealth of information on on care of patients, and and being a policy owner gives you free access uh, to this. Uh, uh, online system, and uh, that has just been a huge uh, boon. I can speak personally for myself that I'm accessing it on a pretty much daily basis, and it's nice to have that uh, be part of my uh, liability insurance um, product that I have. So that's been uh, very, very um, worthwhile. We've gotten some good feedback on that too, as well. I guess lastly, too, as well, uh, CW, is that we uh, we're going around to you know the states and to uh, medical societies as well as the uh, state agencies and medical licensing boards uh, to promote some you know positive laws uh, and policies that result in improvement in patient safety. So we're starting to see uh, that uh, uh, 
move in lots of areas. And so we're real excited about the, the ability to be able to do that too as well. How do you see the, the approach that MagMutual is taking here? Resources that you're talking about are available to the clients and the physicians that they're working with. How does it compare to other offerings in the same space that are out there? I certainly think that uh, we're offering uh, as much and, and perhaps even more to uh, you know to other uh, respective uh, liability insurance carriers. But um, with uh, the information that we have, with the ability to disseminate this, with uh, you know value added to your uh, policy, uh, I just uh, think that we're just doing a wonderful job trying to get this information out to the folks. And so, whether it be through you know email, through the website, through social media. Um, you know, as everybody is doing nowadays, certainly MagMutual is right there doing that as well. Um, so I think uh, any way that they can think possible that they can get the information, they're starting to do that too. Well, I know I caught you in the middle of a busy practice day. Do you have any other things we need to throw out there that folks should be aware of regarding either MagMutual or the uh, Patient Safety Institute? I think, uh, you know, everybody Everybody has a website, and so MagMutual certainly has theirs at magmutual.com, and, and I welcome uh, all the folks to uh, to get on that website, uh, and if they have any questions, there's numbers and people that they can contact or email, and so I would welcome, you know, uh, listeners to, to do that, and um, just look forward to this is something that will continue to grow, and uh, we're making strides uh, each and every day to make this better for the patients, but uh, also for the folks who take care of those patients. I guess if I'm a MagMutual client, then the portal that you discussed where I can get access to educational resources is must be surely on that website as well, I guess. It's not separate. It, it is, actually. It's not separate. It's all on the website, all linked to the, uh, to the main website, yes. For folks who might be in the need of a good family practice physician, why don't you share the contact information for you at your practice in case they either have questions for you personally around our conversation or... Uh, possibly about sending a loved one to have care from you. Uh, well, I appreciate it. You know, I'm such a small town; uh, that may be hard to find. But uh, we, uh, I'm at the, in Brooklyn, Georgia, which is outside of Statesboro, Georgia, and uh, it is uh, easy to. Uh, I'm the only physician in town, so if they're ever in the area, which uh, uh, they it'd be easy to find. But certainly, um, uh, my number is nine one two eight four two two one zero one. And our website is uh, com. So uh, we appreciate the uh, appreciate the plug there, uh, CW, and uh, appreciate the time that you had uh, for me. Well, Dr. Bulky, I really want to say thank you very much for being a part of the show today. If you are listening to the podcast, if you've not done so already, in the upper left-hand corner of the show page, you'll see the Apple logo there. That'll take you to the Top Docs Radio Show podcast on iTunes, and you can subscribe to us. That way, each week when the new episode comes out, it's downloaded straight to your device, ready for you to check out when it's convenient for you. And make sure that you turn around and click share. You might just be putting information in the hands of somebody that means something to you that makes a big difference for them. So for all the folks that go to the trouble, we want to say thanks very much. And once again, Dr. Bulky and all the folks over at at Medical Association of Georgia. You've been great partners, and I appreciate your time very much. Thank you, sir. And we look forward to catching up with everybody, same time, same place, next week. We'll see you then. 